Ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls, it's time for below grade level. Listener beware, you're in for a scare. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Below Grade Level, the show where we take the books that we read as kids and read them as adults and ruin them. I'm one of your hosts, Jonathan Eaton, and with me, as always, is Becca Eaton. Hello. And Chris Oleski isn't here! Um, Chris uh, is updating his computer. (laughs) (laughs) He'll hopefully be here soon. Chris will pop on the episode as soon as he's able to, but we are starting without him um, because... Uh, it's almost 8 p.m. and and we want to get the ball rolling. <laughs> Our guest tonight is, um, I believe, first time, uh, I believe first time on Below Grade Level, but I think you might have been on our podcast that was before this, but that was forever ago, so it might as well not have existed. Yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, welcome back to reading silly, crazy kids shit with us, Jimmy Reed. I'm here. Here, here. I'm here. I've arrived, and I Yay. can't wait to read. Yeah. Um, Jimmy, thank you for uh, joining us on this journey, this Christopher Pike journey that we're taking. Um, did you ever read Christopher Pike? I did. I, so, uh, not the book we're working on now, but I remember reading Chain Letter. <gasps> we want to read that one. Yeah. We both gasped. Was it good? I, it scared the heck out of me. Oh man. Okay, we have to read it. His um, titles are so enticing. Yes, they really they are. are. Yeah. Uh, there's Litter, a sequel, at least one sequel to that. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's two. Yeah. yeah. Um, he has multiple trilogies. Uh, I think this the sequel title for Chain Letter was crazy. It was. I do remember. And it. I know we just talked about it, but now I have to look it up again. Um, Chain Letter was on the list of when we when we were deciding. We knew we were going to read a Christopher Pike book, and when we were deciding which Christopher Pike book to read, Chain Letter was on the list. But unfortunately, um, like. Uh, yeah, other Chain books. Letter 2, colon, The Ancient Evil. That's <laughs> it. What the fuck does that mean? <sighs> oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, we got to read Chain Letter one day. Um, yeah, it was not available to uh, rent online uh, oh. for some reason, which was a bummer. But there's so many other ones that are, that are still available, and they're all insane. Um, so you are joining us um, as we continue to read Master of Murder. Becca, do you want to tell Jimmy and the folks listening what happened last time on Master of Murder? (laughs) Last time on Master of Murder, Marvin started investigating Harry's death. He went around to talk to a few different people. He also has some police reports, I think, that Shelley had. Yeah, that that doesn't seem seem uh, like something a teenager should have, but... um, she gave him some information. I remember she hadn't given him all the information that he had gathered because he was like, why didn't you tell me that? But I don't know if she knew it. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so he's reading these police reports. There's something in it about how Harry's hands were oily. Mm-hmm. Like he was he drowned. He was in a lake. He was in a lake, but, oh, his, but he had, had oily, oily hands. hands. Oh. Um, oh, and there was a rope tied he around went, him. Yeah, I'm getting to I'm it. I'm sorry, I'm remembering. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was he was last seen on a Friday, and then he was found dead on a Monday. So we don't know where like, he was Saturday, he Sunday, when he died. Yeah. Um, he goes to question the guy that pulled Harry out of the water and finds out probably some of that information. Um, 
And he also goes to question Harry's mom. And she tells him that there were... Harry's hot mom. Harry's young hot mom. Because (laughs) this author is the kind of guy that has to tell you how hot every woman is in the book. Including Uh the main character's little tiny sister and his mother. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, it's yucky. Uh, So... Literally said that his sister was hotter than the girl that he has a crush on. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was rough. Um... (laughs) So he asked her to grab the jacket that Harry was killed in. Yeah. And he saw that it's got like rope burns across the midsection. Whoa. Um, And I think he borrows it. He took it. it. Which is odd. First Um, of all, I I guess it's not that weird that she would still have it. Like if you're a grieving parent and you're like, give it to me, I need it, you know. But then for like just a student to show up a year later, be like, hey, can I borrow that? I'll bring it back. Yeah. That's. I don't know. I honestly don't know what I would do. Like, if you died. Uh-huh. I don't know if I'd keep the jacket keep you the jacket died, died in, in that had, like, trauma on it from your death. Yeah. People are weird, though. They do that shit, especially when, like, their kids die and, like, they keep the room the same mm. forever. Right. I don't know if that actually happens. I see that in a lot of movies and TV shows. Yeah. Uh, so, also, Marvin still hasn't written anything for his book that's due in, like, a couple months. That is the scariest part of this book. <laughs> procrastinator. I, yeah. There's just, he would, I don't know. I don't know anything about the book publishing business, but I'm pretty sure you need to have shit wrapped up and written and done way before three months before the published date. I think it takes uh, at definitely. least three months to just uh, get, get the presses. You have to manufacture uh, them. Yeah, yeah, you to gotta print the, the books. Book. Uh, he has a really weird, vivid dream about being all of the characters in his books. Um, I didn't write down any details from it. Yeah, but it, it was... seemed like some of the characters in his books might be um, um, stand-ins for people in real life. Yeah. So we were kind of guessing, but it's we're, it's unclear. Yeah. Uh, and then Chris had a prediction. He thinks that Shelley killed Harry mm-hmm. and wants to be caught. She feels guilty and wants Marvin to catch her. I think that's a strong theory. Um, and then at the end of the book, Marvin's horrible, shitty dad shows up and he smashes their TV because right. he gets mad that all the mom ever does is watch TV. Mm-hmm. Um, so he smashes it up and he... That's not all she does. She also drinks. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, broken glass from the smashed TV, like, cuts the little sister yeah. the 11 year old in the face yeah oh my god so it's fucked up and he then like, i think he took a lamp and hit the tv and the tv exploded yeah like you know an old crt tv wow um and then marvin absolutely beat his ass <laughs> uh, and then yeah. the mom and sister begged him to stop and then he fled the house mm-hmm. wow. and that was where we ended and that's where we're picking back up strap yeah, in yeah, yeah. um so without chris here i guess we'll do uh We'll go me, Becca, Jimmy, and we'll each read a page, and we'll just kind of do that until until Chris eventually shows up. Yeah, once his computer's done once updating. his computer's done updating. Chapter 9. The night air was a healing balm for Marvin's anger. After racing for half an hour on the open road, he began to come to his senses. He cut his speed from 90 miles an hour to 50. Jesus. Oh, yeah, he's got a really cool motorcycle. Yes. Um... He had to look around to figure out where he was. He had left town on Highway 16, he recalled. He must be 40 miles east of Sessa now. Here, the land received far less rain and consequently was more desolate. 
He slowly turned his bike around and headed back toward town, but he had no intention of going straight home. He was frightened, but not of his dad. He wondered if his mother and sister hadn't been there. Would he have killed his father? His hand still ached from the punch he had thrown. It was possible he had broken a finger or two. That would sure speed up the typing of his manuscript. Yeah, come up with more excuses, uh, yeah. Marvin. Jesus. Yet he was not ready to accept the blame for what had happened. His dad belonged in a zoo. One thing for sure, that guy was never coming to their house again. Marvin swore he'd go to the police to get a restraining order. I'll buy a gun if I have to. Uh. A silly thought. Not silly, that's not the word I'd use. Uh. What would he do with a gun? Marvin uh. entered Sessa 45 <laughs> minutes later. Highway 16 ran right in front of the post office, and on impulse, Marvin swung into the lot and parked his bike. It was blind impulse, he thought, as he walked to the door with the broken lock that no one had bothered to have fixed. Um, this will have been, I'm assuming there's going to be a letter for him. He's, yeah. like, he's checking his mail, um, mm -hmm. his P.O. box for his, his uh, author mail. Yes. This will have been the third day in a row in this book that he, I think, uh, that he's gone to get, like, his mail. And well, he has to go a lot because he gets a lot of fan mail because he's so popular. Yeah, it's just, isn't it crazy to you, even in 1992, to think like every day you get letters? None of us were famous authors. No. But yeah, I also wouldn't think it would be every day. Also, right. I don't know. If I was famous enough that people were handwriting me letters and they, I think they go to his agent who then mails it to the P.O. box. Uh -huh. I think I'd be like, can you maybe send five yeah. and throw the rest right. in the yeah. garbage? Can you have time go for through that? those? Like, yeah. 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 I need to write this book. Can you only send me the ones that are naked pictures of women? Because that is... <laughs> Pre-screen them for... That's canon. He has yeah. received naked pictures oh. of women. Yes. He's 17. They, they don't know wow. that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, apparently, we're learning that the post office door is broken, broken and doesn't actually lock. Which seems like a big plot point because if the letters are coming from inside the town, yeah. uh, someone could be just walking into the post office at night and just like slipping them in his post office box. Oh, That's yeah. true. He had already checked his mail and there couldn't have been another delivery that day. Of course, the last letter he had received from his mysterious advisor had not come through the usual channels. Advisor? Does that mean the person writing weird letters? But I can't remember. That wasn't a usual channel. I don't remember what happened. But did he say advisor? Yes. That doesn't make it. What, they're not advising him on anything. No, but like that's probably what it means. What else could it mean? I but know. I don't remember how he got that one. Yeah, he got them from the post office. Okay, then I don't know what any part of the sentence means. <laughs> Marvin wanted to see if another note had been stuffed inside his box. There was one. He tore it open and held it toward the streetlight just outside the building. They are plotting to kill you as you read this. What? Who are they? Marvin asked the empty room. Once more, he glanced around to see if he was being observed. He had the feeling that a pair of eyes, maybe two, were watching him crumple up the note and throw it in the wastebasket. You should keep these uh, it's to send to the police. <laughs> yeah, there could be fingerprints on them. Yeah. There were a few cars parked up and down the road. There could be people sitting in them in the dark, and he'd never know. What was he going to do now? Go to the police? Hold on, it says borrow again. Let me just do that. You were now. literally talking about going to the police about your dad. Two birds with one stone. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a laundry list for the police. It. Yeah. A couple yeah. things to report. Yeah. 
I mean, I check my mail now, like, once every week and a half. <laughs> I, yeah, I checked my, I checked our mail when I came home today, and there mm. were two things in it, and I left them in the mailbox. <laughs> right. Because, like, I, it, they're trash. But and so my hands were full. Sometimes if we do that for too long, our mailman will bring our mail up to the door because <laughs> he's so, so nice, yeah. and I just feel bad for him. Yeah. But yeah, if, if you're not like, my house. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not around to check the mail, sometimes I just don't leave the house because I right. work from home and I don't go anywhere. Yeah. So like, I guess I should go to the mailbox. If you haven't, if, if I haven't like checked the mail and like, I know that you haven't like run an errand or taken like the trash mm, yeah. out. Then I know that you haven't checked the mail. <laughs> yeah. I'm not walking out there. I'm not walking out there. In January? Yeah. Yeah, I'll get that mail in March. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Jimmy, this is you now. All right. He'd have to tell them he was Max Slate. Then his dad would know about his millions, and his millions of fans would know about him. That he was not so handsome, not so glamorous, only a kid. Didn't a he call himself handsome earlier? I, I believe he did. He was like, <laughs> I'm... I'm not gorgeous, but I am handsome. I'm also not saying that this is right, but he is a millionaire, so looks don't really matter. <laughs> yeah. When you're that rich. Maybe hey, to some if... people. I mean, to some people, yeah. I'm just saying, like, when you're that rich, if you're, there's a lot of ugly rich people. Yeah, I mean, if he's got millions of fans. Yeah. Surely, some of them. He can just write back care. to those ladies. Yes. Right. That's back to the screening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. He wondered if his fans finding out wasn't the real reason he kept his identity secret. It was much easier to become a legend when people didn't know how human you were. Was the person who was sending the notes accurate? He had asked himself the same question this morning. What had the person said so far? He knew who he was. Shelley did not love him as he thought. And somebody, they, were plotting to kill him. Obviously, the person was right on the first point. He couldn't be stuffing Max Slate's box every few hours unless he knew that much. What about the second note? Shelley had smoothly put him off about tonight. Was it because she was interested in someone else? Triad, for example? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, there's Triad. a guy named Triad in this book. It's kind of badass. It is badass. Yeah. Every time we say it, we say, hell yeah. Could she have just jumped into the jacuzzi with good old Marvin because she wanted him chasing after Harry's ghost when he should be getting ready to defend himself? <laughs> that was absurd. Shelley wasn't plotting to kill him. Nobody wanted him dead, with the possible exception of his dad. God. Still, it wouldn't hurt to swing by her place. Oh, good. Stalking. Oh, yeah. yeah just yeah. for a quick look. Just look through the window. It'll be fine. Marvin got on his bike and drove towards Shelly's house. He cut the engine when he reached her block and coasted the remainder of the mm, way. Just mm. like a stalker. Shady, shady. <laughs> so shady. That was the trouble with the motorcycle. It was hard to sneak up on anybody. <laughs> what? <laughs> what an inconvenience. Most people don't have that problem. Oh, how do we do with a dangling sentence across pages? Oh, you uh, finish You it. keep reading okay. it, yeah. He parked a couple of houses down from hers and left his helmet resting on his seat. He didn't expect to be long. Mm. <clears throat> um, <laughs> he could see that her lights were on. He could hear music as he walked up the steps. Loud rock and roll music. Party time. 
<laughs> he knocked and waited. They didn't add anything. Shelly, he called, but not too loud, nor did he ring the doorbell. He didn't know what he was thinking, but it must have not been about trust and loyalty because he cracked her front door open a couple of inches and peered inside before calling her name again. I do, I like, I do hope that the rest of this book is him descending into paranoia and madness. Yeah. Um, he wasn't trying to sneak up on her, uh, guys. He convinced himself, rather, he wanted to surprise her. He convinced oh my himself goodness. he wanted to surprise her. I'm not breaking and entering. It's a fun surprise. Um, he wanted to surprise her. Doing what? Marvin stepped inside. It was warm, or he was cold, or both. What? Poetry. The music was coming from the living room. Mick Jagger trying to start up a young babe. Wait, 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 wait. Isn't isn't the song Start Me Up? It's of Rolling Stones. Yeah, he Yeah, it's Mick Jagger trying to start up a young babe. He wants her to start him up in the song. He's not saying start you up. Oh. It's not start you up, Marvin. All right. Christopher Pike, you heard Rolling Stones ever? <laughs> Sorry. There was <laughs> that really like that 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 broke me. There was no one in the living room yet. There were voices: running water, the porch, the jacuzzi. Oh, God! Marvin walked toward it on tiptoe. He knew what he would find, but he had to know. In in italics, which was different. He had to see, which was entirely different. He really Different is from what? Knowing or thinking. He is truly like like gone off the deep end really oh, quickly. Yeah. yeah. They're um, not even really dating. Did no. they kiss in the jacuzzi? It was so awkward. Did they? I don't remember. They were naked. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what they I think they I think they did kiss. I think they I think I, I remember them kissing and then she was just like, "No, I'm sad about Harry." Yeah. And he was like, well, there goes my boner. <laughs> he crept to the doorway that led out to the porch and peeked around the doorframe. Then it, what if it's her parents? Oh, my God. Oh. And they're naked, too. Yes. That's definitely. I hope what. it's and naked Mick parents. Jagger, it's definitely her parents. <laughs> it's 100% her parents. He crept toward the doorway, uh, lit out the porch, peeked around the doorframe. Then he pulled back and felt warm. <laughs> then he... Then he... <laughs> Why is it so warm? Is the house on fire? I don't, I don't think the jacuzzi is going to heat up the whole house. <laughs> then he pulled back and he felt warm tears trickle down over his freezing cheeks. He start Okay. All right. Just. <laughs> he kept his sobs choked deep inside. Shelly was in the jacuzzi with Triad. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. They were, there were too many bubbles to be sure, but it was a safe bet. They were naked. They were definitely kissing and Shelly was moaning. Friday Night Marvin. What? Friday Night what? Marvin? What does that mean? I'm not crazy. Like, that's what it says, right, Jimmy? It Friday Night Marvin. That's what it says, Friday Night Marvin. Friday Night oh, wait, Marvin. Wait, 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 What day is it? I don't is know. It Saturday? I guess it's Friday. I don't know. Is he saying like... Oh, I see. Friday Night Marvin. The high point of his young life. I, it was, that still doesn't make sense It to will me. make sense when you read the next line. Um, sh if she's moaning, 
she's she's getting fingered. All right. Hold on. Hot I need dog. to write about Marvin's tears. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, what is she? What if she's about to say to Triad? Oh. Can you solve Harry's murder? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, Friday night, Marvin. The high point of his young life. Saturday night triad. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Probably just another roll in the hay. Or the Jets. For the stupid jock. My, wasn't Shelly's schedule crowded? Who would it be Sunday night? Their speech teacher, Mr. Ramar? She wishes. He was married. <laughs> <laughs> I added that. He was married, but that shouldn't bother a girl like Shelly. Don't slut shame Shelly. Come on. I know. I'm on team. I'm team Shelly still. Yeah. She's. She's fucking crazy. She is she crazy. She wants to be a plastic surgeon. Yeah. She's oh. just like a huge wild card. She is like total chaos, and yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. Uh, if her plan is to get all these suckers to solve this crime... Yeah. I hope that's what it is. Yeah. She's putting a team together. In the yeah. Team yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then they all meet at the lake, and they all are like Spider-Man pointing at each other. Yeah. <laughs> Christ, Marvin whispered, sucking in a burning breath. His lungs felt as if they were on fire. All at once, he wanted to do so many crazy things. Oh, uh, oh, Marvin. Oh. Oh. I'm glad he didn't buy that gun. God is, oh, God. <laughs> his address, like, he literally just beat his father up. Like, yeah. he's, not, he's in such a bad headspace. Answer, Chris. Um, oh, that was me. Oh. He wanted to burst in on them and beat the crap out of Triad, but that wouldn't work. Triad was not drunk or out of shape <laughs> like his like his father. He would beat the crap out of him. It's not a great use of pronouns. He wanted to call Shelly a two-bit whore. Uh. Triad would probably still beat the crap out of him. Finally, he wanted Shelly. Yes, crazy as it sounded, he wished more than anything that it were he who was caressing her in the warm, bubbly water, that she was moaning into his mouth, it was sick. He hated her, but he still wanted her. The whole world was sick. You're get, it's called You Got Honey Potted. <laughs> what he ended up doing was nothing for the moment. <laughs> Thank God. He just stood there behind the wall, trying to breathe in air that tasted of lavender heaven. She must have a whole closet filled with the junk. Like oh, the bubble, the, bath. the bubble bath that she poured in? Yeah. He honestly... <laughs> He honestly thought for a few minutes that he was going to she, have a heart attack. She does it. She has a whole closet. It's like Seinfeld with the sponges. Yeah. Yeah. She has a whole closet full of the same bubble bath, and she's just like these dumb fucking boys. Yeah. <laughs> All I have to do is get naked. Yeah. They're so easy. It didn't help his irregular. <laughs> it didn't help his irregular beat to be listening <laughs> to their pleasure. He tried to block it out, but then the moan stopped, and they began to talk, and he wanted to listen. <laughs> this is good, Shelly said. It doesn't get much better, Triad agreed. <laughs> How long has it been? She asked. Two days. Two oh. days too long. Where were you last night? Triad asked. Out with Marvin. Triad chuckled. That worm? Why? <laughs> For fun and profit? Oh, dang. Oh, what? Okay, question. Yeah. So there, there's a reason why Marvin isn't like, just fuck all this and I've got my millions and I'm out of here. Is it is he a, because he's a minor and he's worried someone will take his he, money? He can't. 
technically have the money until he's 18 because he's okay. been lying about his age. No one but his sister knows um, that he's not 18. So, like, his agent thinks he's, like, 30 or something. Like, his agent thinks he's an adult. But I don't think they said there was, like, a hold on his money. Like, he couldn't touch it. He's still he, using his money. Well, he's still using his money, but he can't, he can't like, really use it because his parents could take it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, he, he's mainly worried that his deadbeat dad yes. would fuck Which, him over and take his money. Yes. It makes sense. So he's, like, waiting until he's 18 to, like, blow the lid off of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you. yeah, I think his mom had started his checking account or something. So mm -hmm. I'm guessing she's still, like, a owner on it or whatever. Yeah. And she's too drunk to look at it and, and see he, yeah. like millions <laughs> yeah fake, she just gets uh, drunk and watches turner classic movies yeah and, he's a yeah. fake moonlighting job at the newspaper um that he like funnels his own money into i think his <laughs> bank account to be like i got paid again mom and it's really depressing it's really sad <laughs> thank you because at this point yeah the position he's in oh yeah there are plenty of reasons to just say i'm out uh, yeah but for you. sure i understand why he's stuck here Mm -hmm. All right, soft splashes. It sounded as if Shelly was rearranging re rearranging herself. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Wow, I know that word. <laughs> it's the, <laughs> yeah, the it's just so strange. Uh, it, it's hyphenated rearranging. <laughs> oh, it's hyphen. That's strange. well because we we break it on the page. All right. It sounded as if Shelly was rearranging herself in the tub so that she could be of more service to her man. Oh, my God. There's no other reason women move. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> that she would be yeah. of service. Marvin simply would not let himself look. Do you like that? She asked in a sly voice. Hmm. I'd like it more if I knew I was the only one you did it to. Shelly gave a short laugh. God, you think I had sex with Marvin? Give me a break. I just went out with him to get him to do a few things for me. Damn, like Shelley. what? Triad asked. None of your business, Shelly said. Triad was silent for a moment. He may have been enjoying something Marvin had never had a chance to enjoy <laughs> and now never would. <laughs> That's, you'll, you'll get a hand job. <laughs> Fears continued to spill down his face. The worst thing was that he knew, even as, she, as he shed them, uh, that they... Oops, sorry. That's good. <laughs> uh, the worst thing is he knew, even as he shed them, that they were only the beginning. <laughs> he was never going to forget this night, and this is when Mr. Brightside starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> he was never going to forgive her. Are you going out with him again? Triad asked. If it's necessary. I don't know if I like this. I thought you said you loved it, she said. I mean, Marvin. Why don't you buy his bike? I love riding on it. <laughs> she's probably, I'm like, she's probably also just honeypotting Triad. I oh, was yeah. thinking like, that too. I, yeah, she's probably just lying to him. She's like, yeah, I only went out with that idiot to get favors. Yeah, anyway, right. can you do me a favor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So wait, is Shelly the reason that Triad keeps pushing about buying the bike? Because Shelly oh. wants Triad to have it? Wait, okay, so why don't you buy his bike? I love riding on it. Yeah. Um, uh, how can I buy something he won't sell? I'll buy another bike. Uh, Triad is Danny Zuko. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> um, no, his is special, she said. I want his. Oh, okay. So yeah, that is why he's trying to buy uh, the bike. What about what I want? I don't like you going out with them. I won't put up with it. 
Shelly sounded amused, not the least bit intimidated. I'm supposed to see him Monday night. Cancel it, Triad said flatly. Shelly gave it a moment of thought. That was all the bitch needed. <laughs> Jesus. This guy's like just James Bond now. Yeah. Um, all right. I'll tell him I'm busy. Busy with you. What do you want to what do you want to do Monday night? Screw, she said. <laughs> Screw. Shelly's fantastic. Shelly's awesome. <laughs> I am 100% team Shelly. Uh, even if she's not honeypotting, she's just like crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Marvin left the house. When he was outside standing beside his bike, he thought he was going to throw up. He bowed his head and gagged, but nothing came out. His pain was not just emotional, it was physical. There was a he cramp in his saw chest. His sister bleeding from the face with yeah. shards of glass in it, and yeah. this is what makes him cry and throw up. Yeah. He saw his sister with a blown up TV glass in her face, and he beat the shit out of his drunk father. Yeah. And now he's just like, this girl doesn't want to have sex with me. She lied to me. Very cool, Marvin. <gasps> That's what he's like. Um, <laughs> there was a cramp in his chest. It was as if his blood had suddenly clotted into a dozen black globs and plugged up his globs. healthy pink arteries. <laughs> Don't Ew. call them pink. He simply could not catch his breath and his tears would not stop. His girl, his Shelly, screwing that poor excuse of a piece of meat. Awesome. Awesome. He just couldn't bear the thought of what he had just heard, and it was all he could think about. God had messed up bad when he had been... God had messed up bad when he had designed the human mind. <laughs> God, honestly, you messed up real bad. <laughs> kind of with him on that one. Yeah. Our, our brains are dumb. So dumb. <laughs> when you went, like, it, you know, if God exists and he did create our brains and our brains exist in such a way that our brains tell us, like, you're not good. Right. What is that? Why does that happen? I wasn't really listening to you. I'm trying to catch Chris up before he joins us. Oh, cool. Uh, I'm just talking <laughs> Sorry. about anxiety. Whatever it is, I agree. Anxiety. Yeah, anxiety. fuck anxiety. He had forgotten to install an off switch. God had. Is <laughs> <laughs> that specified? No, I was just oh, I was specifying. Okay. <laughs> Pause too long. Marvin wished he could just turn off his brain and pretend the last ten minutes hadn't happened. All right, Marvin, welcome to being alive. But it was happening, even as he stood out in the cold by himself. The world was so unfair. He wait a minute. I shouldn't what? be reading this. This is what? Jimmy's page. Oh. What the it? fuck is wrong with you? I stole Keep it from going. Jimmy. Keep going. Keep going. Rude. I got I got so excited. I'm sorry. Keep going. Uh, I'm all thrown off because Chris isn't here. Okay. This world is so unfair. He was a good person. He worked hard. He took care of his mother and his sister. He didn't ask for much in return. Okay, Jimmy, you read this page. I'm sorry. No, this is great. Yeah. Uh, he, I could not have delivered the emotional gravitas <laughs> needed for that last page. So. <laughs> oh, my God. He just wanted a girl to love, a girl to love him. And here he had to fall for the worst kind of slut. Oh, God. And he Come was on, still in Mark. love with her. That was why it hurt so much. He really is an incel. Yeah. Marvin picked up his helmet and climbed on his bike. He couldn't go home. His father might still be there. He didn't want to see anybody anyway. 
Should just you maybe to... go protect your sister yes. and mother? Like maybe? And call the police. Yes. Like, did he leave her there with the glass in her he, face? Yes. yes. He, just he literally fled. beat the shit out of his dad. They begged him to stop. And then he just got up and left and got on his motorcycle with his dad still there. Yes. Which, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you should go. Yeah, you should probably make sure your family's okay probably, and alive. Yeah. yeah. He just wanted to drive and drive until he came to the edge of the world. He started he's the engine on his he's bicycle. A flat earther. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say he's a flat earther. God damn it. <laughs> he started the engine on his bike. He flipped up the plastic visor on his helmet. He would let the wind dry his tears. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's so, so melodramatic. Oh, man. A half hour later, he found himself sitting on the bridge that stretched across the Pella River in the exact spot where he had sat with Shelley. He knew it was the same spot because he remembered the piece of rope he'd plopped down on, onto that night. On <gasps> Down onto, they climbed down on this thing? It's like a, they like sat on the edge of a bridge. Uh, but did now he I'm sit just thinking, on a piece of rope? But like I got a rope? He but piece of rope. I know, yeah, rope, but I don't remember it from before, but we he know about the I rope. I think burns. he mentioned something about like there's a piece of rope there. <laughs> All right. Check out that rope. night. <laughs> God, it was only yesterday. A lot could change in 24 hours. The sun could blow up and burn all the planets in the solar system to ash in 24 hours. Sure. Te sure. Te yeah. <laughs> Technically, yeah, it could. Just like at any moment it could. <laughs> he wished the sun would give it serious consideration when it came up the next day. <laughs> he was on the bridge for understanding, for revenge. He believed he could have won uh, if he could find the other. Marvin picked up the ragged piece of rope and wondered why it was that he had spent half the day chasing a length of rope and its effect on a certain leather jacket while investigating Harry's death. And also, why it was that Shelley had carefully maneuvered him to a place where he would sit on just such a piece of rope. Ooh. Maybe Chris was right, or maybe she's setting him up. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. Oops. Or maybe Marvin did kill Harry and Shelley knows. Yeah. Okay. Um, maybe they're all robots from the future. They, it's happened before. It's happened before. The, the way he's acting and talking is just reminding me of, this is a quick anecdote of uh, years ago when um, I was still uh, at Discovery because I was mm -hmm. in Silver Spring and I remember going down downtown Silver Spring that, I can't remember what it was called, but like there's a Chipotle down there, I think. Mm -hmm. so I remember like going down there on my lunch break to grab some food. It was a Friday night, and it was the night that a new Twilight movie had come out. So there is that movie theater down there, and it was, like, yes. busy as fuck. And there were children everywhere. And I walked past uh, three, like, I don't know, uh, just, like, 14, 15-year-olds, whatever. And the only thing I heard one of them say was this uh, little baby boy say, uh, like, he just doesn't understand what I'm going through. I'm a teenager. Aww. And I and I just remember like walking past, going sweet like, baby. Oh, "Oh, sweet baby, everything gets worse." Yeah. <laughs> but it does hurt so bad at the time. It does. It, does. it hurts so it bad at the so time, bad. and it's just it's, it's so fun as an adult to be like, "This is nothing." Like, yeah, it is nothing compared to what you're gonna go through. The pandemic hadn't even happened yet. Yeah, I know we're years away from that. <laughs> I, I think that's a magical place, the, the place where you were talking about in Silver Spring. Uh, I had an, a thing that happened there once. I was going to see a movie. It was Easter weekend. 
And on one corner of the, the intersection, right where you're describing, yeah. there was someone out front in an Easter bunny costume. <laughs> like, oh, there's the Easter bunny. And then across the street, there was a person in a panda costume giving out samples from Panda Express. Ooh. Oh, nice. And then not two minutes later, a caravan comes down the middle of the road and Jesus is in the caravan. And so for a brief moment, on three or four corners, I had Panda, Jesus, and the Easter Bunny. <laughs> what? Did Jesus and go try some Chinese food? Right. Oh, that would be <laughs> great if Jesus and the Panda became friends. Yeah. And like the Easter Bunny's like, dude. Yeah, I'm right here. <laughs> I'm right here. I thought we had a thing. <laughs> That's, That's amazing. amazing. Yeah, yeah, Silver, amazing. for anyone who might be listening to this and they're not local to like where we are, or even if you are local and you just never have been to Silver Spring, it's a f- weird fucking place. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It's strange. I don't either. I yeah. don't yeah, know. It is. Yeah. We all... I never had anything magical happen to me <laughs> on that street. <laughs> there was a fourth corner there, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say just Krampus was there. Yeah. Uh, who's reading now? Uh, let's do you. Okay. So I actually, I we thought of the res- order. We'll, we can reset when Chris gets we'll, here. Yeah. Yes. We'll do a little hard reset. So you read now, and then I'll I'll go again. And yeah. Okay. Oh, Marvin did not believe in coincidences, even when he was plotting his books. That was one of the reasons he couldn't choose just anybody to be Anne's murderer. Anne is the main character in his book that he's writing. Also, Anne is the name of his sister, mm-hmm. which is really nice. And also, she's dead. Uh, the The main character has died, and w- I'm pretty sure was raped. Like it was literally like Laura Palmer mm-hmm. yes. uh, situation. And he named this character after his little baby sister. Her name's Anne wow. McGaffer, and literally, like, I think they said, like, who killed Anne McGaffer? Like, who yeah. fucking killed Laura Palmer? Mm-hmm. But- the whole thing is like who's her murderer, but he hasn't even picked who the murderer is. Yeah, that's the great part is he's written, I don't I don't know if it said how many of these, it's multiple books. It's mm-hmm. like a series. <laughs> and he's supposed to be writing the last one where you find out uh, her dad's possessed by an evil spirit and killed her. <laughs> right, um, right. It's Spoilers. obvious Marvin. It's right there. <laughs> because he would have to invent one or two coincidences to be, to substantiate their actions, which he hated to do. He was sure Shelley hated coincidences as much since she was such a fan of his work. Okay. Okay. There there was no question in his mind that she had wanted to impress upon him the relationship between what was right in front of him and what was missing. The weathered piece of rope he had in his hand was tied to the edge of the bridge and it could have lain out in the cold and wet for a whole year. It had oil stains deeply embedded in its fibers. Oil like that on Harry's blistered hands. We're getting somewhere. Oh, it's an oily rope, and he was like... Yeah, like, yeah. Yep, yep. Maybe Harry had been hanging on to a rope, this rope, before he died. Hanging on for life? Or just hanging until he died? What's the difference between those things? He did die. <laughs> that, well, uh, yeah, it's like, that, did he die from what exposure? What the fuck are you he wasn't, saying, Marvin? He wasn't hung. Like, right. They would have said, like, they there would have been like able to tell There was, like, weird rope stuff on his chest, yeah. but, yeah, not like, on his neck. It, it, it was like And his hands were blistered and oily. Tied around his chest, like, under his armpits yeah. type of thing. Yeah. Okay, okay, I have to read this again because I don't really understand sure. it. Sure, yeah. Hanging on for life or just hanging until he died? That was an interesting difference, Marvin thought. Was it? He didn't know what the hell Shelley was up to. 
Did she know how Harry had died? Had she killed him? Did she know who had killed him? Did she want him to know? Or had Harry really committed suicide and she was trying to drive him to do the same? Jesus. What? She was doing a hell of a job at the ladder, Marvin thought. The idea of jumping into the icy torrent and washing away into oblivion had never seemed so appealing. But Harry had probably not jumped, at least not off the cliff into Lake Sessa. Marvin believed he had established that much. All right. Um, There were two old tricks in mystery writing. Lead the reader to believe that the crime had occurred in a place other than where it had really happened. And lead the reader into a false sense of when the crime had occurred. That all, I barely followed it, and it seems too complicated. I don't think that's how mystery writers operate. (laughs) Right? Okay. I don't. It's more you, you of like should, who and why well, yeah, versus yeah. time of death versus location. Well, but we know Christopher Pike loves his <sighs> timings and locations. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, uh, what, yeah, false. Well, yeah, where and when? Usually, where and when are like hard and fast in mystery. It's like this person was killed last night in the ballroom. Yeah. Um, who done it? Who who? Yeah. <laughs> literally, who done it? They have a whole word for it. Well, and like they usually we don't know, be like. Actually, it was the attic, and it was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was found in the lake, mm-hmm. and he either died in the lake or at the top of the lake on this rope. It's not like he died in another <laughs> state, and yeah. then someone dropped him in this lake. Yeah, he either died at the bottom of the lake or the top of or the, the top lake. Top of the lake, yeah. Um, <clears throat> if he had concentrated on the first point and moved Harry's death from the lake to the bridge, it gave a whole new slant to the matter. Marvin felt justified in doing this. After all, once Harry was dead, it would have been no problem for his body to wash down the river and into the lake. But Marvin was still confused. He knew he had to back up and figure out a scenario that could explain everything he had discovered. The idea that Harry had somehow been hanging from the bridge appeared to be the key, but the bridge was only the beginning. Marvin mentally reviewed the physical evidence. Point one. So, Sorry, hold go on. Ahead. Yes. At this point, <laughs> if you're Marvin, would yeah. you keep solving this murder for Shelley? Fucking absolutely oh. not. Go home and write another bestseller. Right. I'd go home okay. and find a new girlfriend. If I was Marvin, and make sure your sister's safe. I'd go That's home, right. call the fucking police <laughs> yeah. on your one. dad. Number one. Take your sister to the hospital. Maybe. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Uh, find as much vodka as you can in the house, throw it out. Um, oh, I thought drink it, but yeah, his mom. Because <laughs> mom. That's problem, yeah. Mom. yeah. Um, and then once that's taken care of, yep, sit down, uh, brass tacks, uh, write your dumb fucking novel. Doesn't matter, yeah. everyone's gonna buy it anyway. Yep. Yeah. It's not like people stop seeing Star Wars movies. We yeah. all know so what's true. gonna happen. <laughs> no one liked Rise of Skywalker, and yet... We saw it twice in the theater. (laughs) You had to be sure. You had to to make sure. Um, Did we see it twice? We did. It's fine. Caught up in it. It's not even that it's like... I'm not not against... I just literally don't remember having done that. I don't hate that movie. I don't hate that movie. I do hate, like, the prequel movies. Um, I don't hate that movie in, in retrospect with, like, the luxury of time <laughs> I'm yeah. like nah it wasn't good it didn't make sense at all but yeah it was fine 
yeah. I, you don't I, have to I, talk about I, Star Wars again. <laughs> I'm so tired of talking about Star Wars, you guys. <laughs> Into a microphone. Yeah. Point one. The blisters on Harry's palms. They fit in perfectly with the hanging scenario. Harry could have got them trying to pull himself back up onto the bridge. Point two. The ruptured blood capillaries in Harry's legs. Oh, yeah. But why? Because, uh, again, they would fit in the hanging idea. The blood would have pulled into Harry's lower extremities if he was oh, hanging. Yeah. yeah, so it makes a lot of sense, guys. Had he hung long enough before falling into the water, quite a number of small... Had he hung long enough before falling into the water... Comma, that's not there. Quite a number of small vessels, so Marvin imagined, would have burst. Point three! The burn marks on Harry's jacket. This was a more complicated piece of evidence than it first appeared. Obviously, it strongly supported the idea that Harry had dangled beside the bridge for a considerable length of time before dropping into the water. All right, so I wasn't here for the last chapters, but can we all agree that clearly Harry died doing what he loved? <laughs> Dangling from a bridge. <laughs> Scrabbling up a rope. What I don't really understand is if you were going to kill Harry, yeah. would you go through the trouble of hanging him for a while? Or Not would you like just that. shove him off a bridge? If I was going to hang Harry yeah. off a bridge? By the neck. Around the neck? Yeah. You right don't hang someone from the torso and then hope they fall eventually. Because here's the thing. you got to spray with oil. Like, yeah. You, you know. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. Is, like, the only explanation I can come up with as to, like, why it happened like this is because someone wanted to kill him but make it seem like a suicide. So they're like, oh, if I hang him from but his neck. But you can do that by, but he didn't have hang marks on his neck. Yeah. They didn't say. Although, well, now I'm. You could I'm just jump off a bridge. And also, I'm just disproving my own thought because, like, you could have just hung him and be like, "Oh, he hung himself." Yeah. You right. do that all the time. Or sho- shove him off a bridge and say he jumped off a bridge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like a lot of work. It, it seems like too much to work. kill a person. <laughs> Maybe there's more to the story than meets the eye. <laughs> seems like the work of a. A mystery writer with multiple books to crank out. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to find inspiration. I really am leaning toward that uh, uh, Marvin killed him. Yeah. Especially since he was dating Shelly. Marvin's yeah. fucking insane about They were Shelley. both dating Shelly at the same time. Yeah. Oh. Back yeah, when because Harry died. Well, she's, a, she's a happening gal and she can't be tied down <laughs> by one guy. Gal. Right. That lavender bubble bath. <laughs> yeah. That'll get you. <laughs> that'll get you. <laughs> But what about the placement of the marks? Clearly, Harry had not tied a rope around his neck and jumped, as he would have done if he had if he were searching for a quick exit from this from his life. Harry had hung by a rope wrapped around his chest. It was almost as if his arms had been trapped, made useless by the rope around him. Point four: Harry's broken neck and fractured skull. They did not fit in as easily with the hanging concept, yet they did not invalidate it either. Once Harry fell into the raging river, presumably dead or near death. It would have been surprising if he hadn't crashed into a number of boulders and broken something. Point five, the oil on Harry's fingers. The rope had oil on it, so it stood to reason that Harry's hands could have got some of it on them. But why was there oil on the rope? I was just wondering that. Do I not know enough about rope? Like, do you oil up ropes for some reason? I bet there is like an obscure reason. Why, like, the rope would yeah. be oiled. Yeah. And there's, like, some old prospector who's like, yeah, we always oil ropes when we when we uh, go to Shelly's house. I don't know. 
<laughs> Who the hell strung this rope up? Where the hell's the oil? <laughs> this rope is dry as fuck. <laughs> Marvin believed that he had hit upon the most important question of them all. He could feel it in his gut. The bridge had spots of oil on it. That was true. Every road did. But most did not have puddles of oil on them. Yet this particular bridge just happened to have a large round oil stain in the center of it. Marvin glanced over his shoulder. By sheer coincidence, which he still did not believe in, the stain happened to be staring back. Jesus. <laughs> so the stain happened to be right behind where he was sitting, directly out from where the remainder of the rope was tied under the bridge. As if there had been a puddle there that had been absorbed into the wood. Now, what was the point of a puddle of oil on an open bridge? Answer, none. What? It could have leaked out of any car or truck. <laughs> or a motorcycle. It, or a motorcycle. Uh -huh. What was the use of a length of rope on a bridge? Answer, none. Unless you wanted to make someone on a motorcycle go down. What? Oh. Marvin was now sure he had it all figured out. At least he had a scenario that fit the facts. Harry Pastor had learned the infamous Marvin Summer was going out with the pure and virginal Shelley Quaid Friday night, November 12th. He had also learned where they were going. Upset about the matter, possibly drunk as well, he had decided to rig a little surprise for the two lovebirds to run into on their way home. A rope stretched across a bridge at waist level in front of a motorcycle doing in excess of 60 miles an hour would play havoc with the driver of the bike, not to mention any passenger on the back. So he's Wiley Coyote. <laughs> yes. And, and all, like straight up murderer. Like playing yeah. havoc means they're dead. Right. He's just being poetic now. <laughs> Now his writer brain is kicking in. Well, yeah, also, like, this is absurd. Like, yes. This, <laughs> this, this is, is truly absurd. Nothing. Why would Harry pour out the oil when he had the rope to do the trick? The reason was clever. The police would find the oil when they found the bodies. They would not find the rope. It would be removed. The oil would be identified as the reason for their spill. I don't actually... I, <laughs> does oil work in real life like it does in cartoons? And like Mario Kart, to a, Do, does to your car really just like slip and slide? To a degree, like there has to be I mean, so there's much always, fucking oil. Yeah, oh, there's yeah. always a little bit of oil there on the road and like, highway. Like, I don't know, like a tanker truck full of oil, like across the like oil oil slicks on the road are really yeah. only dangerous. Uh, I remember, this is like the only thing I remember from Driver's Ed uh -huh. is the most dangerous time to drive is when it has just started raining. Yeah. Um, because it, like, makes the oil oilier on the road. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you could, that, that, but that's, like, the only time I think you could potentially, like, oh, whoa, like, Yeah, like, I don't out. know how slippery a puddle of oil would be. It would have be. to be so just much oil. I don't know. Um, it looks like we almost have a Christopher. Um, it's like in Baldur's Gate when I do my favorite thing, which is, which is th grease throw everybody. a bottle of grease at everybody. Yeah. And they all slip and fall. <laughs> and they all slip and fall. And then I can light it on fire. <laughs> God, it's my favorite trick. That's great. Um, they would not find the rope. It would be removed. The oil would be identified as the reason for their spill. Hit a, hit a slick at high speed and went down, the police report would say. <laughs> That's exactly what it would say. Hit a slick, Hit a slick at, high, at speed. high speed and went down. Case closed. It Nailed happened it. all the time on roads across the country. 
yet a portion of the rope was still attached to the bridge. Marvin held it in his hand. Oh, Chris left again. Plus, Harry was dead. Shelley and he were alive. That could only mean something had gone wrong for Harry. Marvin believed he knew what it was. To carry out his plan, Harry would have to wait over the side of the bridge for them to come by. He couldn't have simply rigged the rope and left. The reason being that anyone who came by before them would just take the rope on the chin, and if it was a car, it would just snap it. Yeah, it might fuck the car up, too. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, you'd Jesus. kill somebody. Yeah, someone's, yeah. Also, wasn't wasn't Harry hanging out with Triad like that weekend? Ooh. I don't remember. Oh, he was. Okay, oh, is it me? I don't remember who's... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. I don't remember. I think it is me. I think, I think, it is I think me. it's you. Yeah. Sorry. Chris was uh, Chris is experiencing technical... More technical <sighs> difficulties. Let me get my water. Can you bring me a bottle of scotch or whiskey? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Either one. Um, <clears throat> take it on the chin. No. Harry could only raise the rope as they were approaching. No doubt he would have been able to identify them from far off, flying over the hill like maniacs. But waiting over the side of the bridge, that would have been tricky for anybody, even sober, which Marvin doubted Harry was. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Thank you. Um, the side railings were old and rusted. Marvin could remember the night he had helped... Marvin could remember the night he had helped him celebrate Shelley's birthday. Uh, Harry? Marvin could remember the night that he had helped him, I guess Harry, celebrate Shelley's birthday. They hadn't started back from Pella, oh God, the names of these towns, <laughs> until close to one in the morning. He could just see Harry out here waiting for them in the middle of the night, his hands numb, his heart hot, hanging. Whoa hanging on the side <laughs> of the bridge for dear life. I can't see that because it's insane. Yeah, I don't see this at you all. You wouldn't do that. Um, But of course, that was a tiny bit wrong because if Harry had been, if because if Harry had, 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 oh my God. There's two <laughs> hads in a row, but I am struggling. Double had. Because if Harry had had half a functioning brain left, he wouldn't have depended on the railing alone to support him. He would have secured himself by tying tying a rope around his waist. I forgot. Uh, obviously. Uh, whenever, we haven't had it so far, but um, whenever Marvin's inner monologue uh, in italics, uh, it's Sam Elliott. I don't remember why, uh, but it is. <laughs> then what went wrong? It was simple. Harry had slipped and fell and hung himself, but it wasn't an ordinary hanging. Going by the marks in the jacket, the rope probably yanked up around his armpits and stuck there, unable to get past his shoulders. Harry would have slowly suffocated. The bridge was wide. The river was loud. Harry might have hung there for days without anyone seeing or hearing him before dropping into the river and being washed into the lake. In fact... It might have taken him a couple of days to die. That would explain why the coroner set the time of Harry's death 
at early Monday Monday morning. I uh, but like if that's what happened, also like how did he even eventually fall? If he was stuck on a rope, right? How would he have then fallen? Maybe he picked the knot, or we. I didn't. I couldn't hear a little bit about. Nah, it's it doesn't matter. Basically, he he did his whole rope thing where I'm going to murder motorcyclists coming through with rope and oil <laughs> yeah. slicks. And then he's like, but wait, where do I hide? And the answer was, well, I'll tie myself to the bridge. And that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it, makes, <laughs> it does not make any goddamn sense. <clears throat> Again, easier ways to kill people. Yeah. yeah. Harry had not been oh, murdered. Oh, it's Jimmy's turn. Oh. Oh, is it? I think right. so, right? Let's just get back in regular order, because it's, it's awful. confusing. I know. It's awful. I think it's Jimmy's turn. Yes, it's, it's Jimmy's well, turn. I meant back in regular order. We will once Chris gets here. I don't think he's ever coming. He may not. He may not. His computer's it. on another round of updates. It, it has he been may be like an hour. Side of a bridge. Yes, he might be oh, typing to us. Chris. Okay, Jimmy, you read. Okay, I'm going. Um, all right. Harry had not been murdered, nor had he committed suicide. His death had most likely been an accident. To think the guy had been waiting to kill them. Marvin stood from his lengthy analysis. I really don't think he was. He was convinced he was correct in his conclusion. I am not I convinced am not. at all. I, this is, is awful. It yes. is a terrible conclusion. It is. Flimsy yeah. at best. <laughs> no, we, let's, let's give this one to the police, maybe. Yeah. Uh, he also suspected Shelley knew what he, what, what he knew. What he didn't understand was where she was coming from now. What did she want with him? Why did she want to hurt him? He thought of her in the jacuzzi once more and shuddered. Yet in a way, he didn't care to know the answers to those last questions. After what he had seen that night, he just wanted to hurt her. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, I love it. Great. (laughs) He glanced once more at the ragged end of rope, the old oil stain in the center of the bridge. Harry's plan had been a good one. Even if it had cost him no, his life, it really, it was a bad. It was a really bad plan. It was so bad. Marvin figured he could be more careful than Harry. He smiled as he climbed onto his bike. Marvin. Those two were not going to be screwing Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! So he he basically has just decided that yeah. this murder plan was so genius, yeah, but flawed. Yes. So I will improve upon it and murder two people. I will succeed where Harry failed. (laughs) Yeah. The answer is two ropes. Two ropes. (laughs) This is not where I thought the book was going to go. No. Yeah. I I really, well, we still have half a book left and God only knows, but I really thought he was going to have some like magical writing power of like writing things into existence. Okay, also, he got a letter in that last chapter we just read that said they're plotting to kill you. What's that about? Is the letter for Shelley? No, I don't know. I don't don't fucking know. know. I don't know. Maybe future robots. Maybe Shelly and Triad are gonna plot to kill him. I don't know. But then who's writing the letter? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Chapter ten. I hope something crazy happens in this book. I mean, it's obviously crazy, but just I, compared to the other Christopher Pike books that yeah. have crazy twists and turns, I really hope there's something we I never could have predicted. I have a feeling something like it's it's going to go really off the rails towards the end. Considering he keeps talking about the writing power, like that has to be something. Yeah. But we'll find out. Chapter 10. 
Marvin spent the rest of the night at a cheap motel in Pella. Still hasn't gone home. Excuse me. He could have afforded the most expensive lodging around, but the squalor of the place fit his state of mind. There were spiders in the bathroom, ants in the mattress, um. and a mirror over the chest of drawers. Oh, the mirror over the chest of drawers was cracked and covered with dust. Wait, well, I'm sorry. Wait, where is he? Well, Jesus. He's oh, at this Jesus hotel. Well, oh, motel in he Pella. went to a motel? He went to a cheap motel in okay. Pella. In Pella. Okay. Marvin slept the night in Harry's leather jacket. He was in a killer of a mood. Holy <laughs> fuck. He has lost his oh, whole mind. Oh, God. He awoke at 10 in the morning when a cleaning lady banged on the door. Apparently at the discount rates, you weren't allowed to sleep in. He stumbled out into the morning sun and had to shield his eyes from the glare. He felt as if it were... His head felt as if it were ready to split open. Just punching a drunk had given him a hangover. <laughs> Every now and then he writes a sentence that I'm like, hell yeah. I was just going to say like, ah, good one, good Christopher one. Pike. I like that one. <laughs> Fortunately, no one had stolen his bike. Is that you? Um, yeah, and why does Shelly want his bike? Something's up. Something's yeah. weird. Yeah. Magic bike. Magic bike. Fortunate, because today was the day he was going to sell it. But first, before he set his plan in motion, he would give her one last chance. Cool. He drove to a phone booth and called Shelly. She took a while to answer. She sounded sleepy, probably exhausted from fucking all night. He wondered why. Hello, she said. Hi, he said. Marvin, that's the one. How are you doing? I don't know. What time is it? 10.30, he said smoothly. Want to have breakfast <laughs> together? He said it like this. Wait, what? 10.30. That was, that was yeah. pretty smooth. Yeah. 10.30. He said smoothly. Alrighty. <laughs> we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> she yawned. Uh, that's sweet, but I can't. I have stuff I have to do today. What kind of stuff? Just stuff, she said. Hey, where are you? Sounds like you're calling from a phone booth. I am. I have a favorite booth. I come here when I feel like turning into Superman. She laughed softly. <laughs> you're funny. Yeah, I'm cool. Hey, where are we going tomorrow night? I am not adding anything. I just, I'm realizing that it's really fun to text plot points to Chris because it feels like I'm gossiping about people I know, but the gossip is like murder based. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, oh my God. Oh, oh geez. Now he wants to kill Shelly and Triad. <laughs> hey, where are we going tomorrow night? There's a long pause. He had expected it. What he had not expected was that he would enjoy it. Chris said, hell yeah. I'm sorry, Marvin, she said finally. Tomorrow's no good. He grinned. He could see his teeth reflecting in the glass wall of the phone booth like a fucking psychopath. Oh, God. He looked like one happy guy. What's wrong with it? He asked. I have a cousin coming in from out of town. I had forgotten all about it when I promised you we could go out. I'm sorry. Went to borrow it again? I, think. I don't know. What's happening? What's happening? Oh, the book deleted itself. The, the book is like, <gasps> oh, no, 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 you can't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I must know more. Let me refresh the page. Sorry, guys. 
Oh God! Oh, what's gonna happen? Um. There we go. I'm taking so many notes this time. <laughs> Did you not take many last well, time? I, yeah, I feel like the last time not much happened. So much yeah, happened. this one. No. This is crazy. Okay. No problem, Marvin said. We can always go out another time. He added, I still want to talk to you about what I found out about Harry. Sure. She didn't sound that enthusiastic. Only yesterday she had been crying on his shoulder about her poor dead boyfriend. Of course, right now she probably had Triad lumbering naked beside her. <laughs> lumbering? He's <laughs> just like walking like Bigfoot. Yeah, I was thinking like Frankenstein is like, oh. <laughs> Dog Mar flapping in the wind. <laughs> Marvin reminded himself that Triad and Harry had been good friends. The way Shelley got around made Anne McGaffer look like a nun. Jesus. It was funny, though, how similar they were in different ways. He hadn't really thought about it before. Or had he subconsciously <laughs> when he wrote his books? I've got Harry's jacket on, Marvin said. Uh, uh, what? Oh, God. <laughs> He is going jacket. full fucking villain. Oh, yeah. They it took too. no time. <laughs> His leather jacket, the one he died in. I'm wearing it. She had to digest that remark. The one he died in. Does it fit? Because <laughs> <laughs> what else you can ask? <laughs> this is, I, Perfectly. Holy shit. I've got to go, Shelly. You take care of yourself. Stay out of the cold. <laughs> <laughs> wow he hung up the phone before she could reply Chris Chris hey <laughs> the singularity has begun and it has started with my computer oh no I am now the immortal enemy that the great prophet Christopher Pike wrote about oh, oh no shit. what's Actually, that character's no. name fuck, Chris fuck Microsoft <laughs> Wait, what? Wasn't that character's name Chris, though? Uh, the immortal enemy? The grandfather boyfriend? Yes, the grandfather boyfriend was named Chris. It because was she terrible kept saying, hearing my name over and over. Because all she kept doing was Christopher, Christopher, Christopher. Christopher. And every time that happened, Chris would go... It doesn't Ugh. feel like you're my grandpa when I kiss you. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't um, even explain that to Jimmy. I know. I miss so right, much. So, yeah, no. <laughs> you listen, gotta listen to or, our other Christopher yeah, Pike episode. Listen, listen to the uh, Eternal Enemy. It's it's real, it's also <laughs> incesty and weird. Yeah. But it just, I kept refusing the Windows update to the new, whatever number it's on now, and it fucking forced it on me. Yeah. That was like, that was, that was over like, an hour. Uh, that was two hours. Jesus. Holy shit. Yep. I've just been sitting here. We would have to call the call Triad later. Hell yeah! Yeah, <laughs> when the guy had recovered from his hours of lovemaking. Hours. <laughs> <laughs> like there's other things to do. Also, they're teenagers. <laughs> yeah. Fifteen minutes, right, Max? <laughs> and then like a a nap that might take hours. <laughs> well, he was lumbering. During his nap. Yeah. True. We learned. Lumbering around. Remember that means. Nakedly. Yeah. <laughs> Naked lumbering. He lumbered right, lewdly. <laughs> Marvin drove back to the motel where he had stayed the, the past night and walked into the office with his helmet in his hands. The manager was at the front desk. Wait, I thought he was scruffy. still at the motel. I thought he was too. Wait, Did he drive to a payphone and then drive, drive back? Oh, yeah. I guess. 
I assume the pinnacle Remember is not at the having motel. cell phones? Yeah. Ugh. God. What a the, manager was, the manager was at the front desk, a scruffy middle-aged man who looked as if he needed to shave off the last 10 years of his life. I feel like I'm being watched. <laughs> that's, that's a good line. That is a good line. So, Sometimes it's kind of banger. Yeah. Damn. It's just channeling noir. <laughs> Marvin had met him the night before. He smelled like the stale sheets in the rooms. He probably never left the place. I have a friend who's going to be picking up this helmet tonight, Marvin said, pulling a $20 bill out from his pocket. If he calls first before he comes, tell him uh, he's got to get it tonight. That you don't want to be responsible for it. Just the helmet? Yes. Also, just doing my, uh, uh, having done due diligence with the inflation, that $20 is worth like $42 these days. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just look that up, or no, are you just, remembering? I, I already looked, looked it up, up like one of the last times we it's read this book. It's just basically double. Yeah. yeah, it's basically it's basically double. Whatever it's like we eight hundred dollars now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Marvin handed the old guy the money. Would that be all right? The man stared. The, at the old guy. The He's old, probably yeah. like thirty nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The man stared at the bill. You're gonna give me twenty bucks to watch a helmet for one day. I promised my well, friend. Hot dog. <laughs> I promised my friend I would get it to him, but I'm leaving town. His name's Triad. Hell yeah. He looks like a jock, Marvin added. He's a real nice guy. The deal was agreeable to the man. Next, Marvin drove to a GM dealer in the heart of Pella. There was a gorgeous red Corvette in the showroom window. Marvin strolled in and asked the salesman how much it cost. Now, hold on there, son, the guy said. His name was Ed, according to his tag. That does not sound like what an Ed sounds like. He was from Texas. Hang on a second, That's how Texans sound. What are you talking about? He was from Texas, Oklahoma. What? I guess there's a city in Texas called Oklahoma. However, I am going to do the accent the same way. It also says maybe. He was from Texas, Oklahoma, maybe. Oh, like Texas, Oklahoma, maybe. Okay. Oh, wait. They touch. We all read that in different ways. Oh, yeah. Guys, I got it. It's been a long fucking day. Now, hold on there, son, the guy said. His name was Ed, according... Are accents that similar between Texas and Oklahoma? To Marvin. To Marvin. Marvin, you idiot. Little little emo bitch from Silver Lake. He's a master of murder, not dialect. He's also a child. <laughs> he was also a child. <laughs> he was from uh, Texas, Oklahoma, maybe. A big That's man a with weather. a loud mouth and a strangling handshake. This one's a fancy automobile for a boy like you to be thinking about owning. I can afford it, Marvin said. Ed chuckled. <laughs> how do you know you can afford it if you don't know how much it costs? This is what a Corvette dealer sounds like. <laughs> That's what a Texas sounds like. Yes. Isn't Jimmy from Texas? Yes. <laughs> no. It's un- uncanny sounds just like it. Wait, aren't you? I have my family's in Texas, but I'm not from there. Oh, I always oh. thought you were from uh, Austin. Yeah, no, I'm from Pennsylvania outside Pittsburgh. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could hear it. I could hear it in your voice. Yeah. A little bit in there. I hear the Pittsburgh no. in there. <laughs> Down for a uh, hoagie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm that just sounds pop. like Baltimore. Mm. Well, there, there's yeah, something similar the between Pittsburgh down to Baltimore. Yeah, 
The yins, like whenever that's, they talk about the yins, I'm always just like, that's just Baltimore. Yeah. It's just yeah. it's just like north, a stone star away just from home. North Hun. Baltimore. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. Um, Pennsylvania well, is just northern Baltimore. <laughs> it really is so kind of. It's why the cities hate each other so much. It's because they're the same. Because they're, the, yeah, they're the same. It's like yeah. I exactly. see too much of you and me. Honestly, like I love, um, I, uh, I've i only been to Pittsburgh one time, but I, I did really enjoy the restaurant we went to. And yeah. I love Philly. And I just think it's yeah. funny. I'm just like, why are there rivalries, guys? Like, <laughs> we're all the sports same. Teams. We're all the yeah. same. All about, the sports teams. all about the sports teams. It is the sports teams. It's the sports teams. teams. Yeah. Manufactured we're, conflict. We're all mm-hmm. East Coast trash. <laughs> um, Keep them divided so they don't unite against us. <laughs> oh, can you imagine the size of that football team? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Unstoppable. Um, I like you, Jimmy. <laughs> I like you too, Chris. <laughs> what, happens when a, what happens when a raven and an eagle fuck and have a football baby? You end up with a. You call a the regal. Re- they call it the regal. Oh, Jesus. Okay. All right, let's. King of birds. The king of birds. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta read this book, oh, man. Oh, Chris, I'm glad you came here. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin pulled his checkbook from his back pocket and tore out a check. I'd be happy to let you see how much I have in my account. We can go to a cash machine. <laughs> And I'll get a printout of my balance. One of those automatic teller machines. <laughs> they just installed one in town. <laughs> a robot hands you money. It's crazy. <laughs> he handed the check to the man. When you see, you'll know I don't care what the car costs, but I will want it today, delivered to a specific location in Sessa at four in the evening. Jesus Christ, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll want the car left locked, but with the keys tucked inside the muffler. This fucking car salesman has got to be like, boy, get the fuck out. I need twice as much money for Uh, shady fucking deals. (laughs) That will end me up in jail. Ed left with Marvin to check at a cash machine on Marvin's balance. So they couldn't do a credit check there. (laughs) They go to the ATM to look at his balance. He doesn't have credit. He's 17. He's got no credit. When they returned, Ed was sufficiently humbled to give Marvin a test drive. (laughs) And the long version of... You could tell because he took his 10-gallon hat off and he held it. (laughs) (laughs) For his heart and he bowed. Sure you don't want to buy two? (laughs) Uh, Hold on, this is going to be a long, weird sentence. Cool. When they returned, Ed was sufficiently humbled to give Marvin a test drive and the long version of the story of his life, which Ed (laughs) thought would make a great book, but which Marvin knew wouldn't sell to a paper shredder. How dare you? I want to hear it. I want to hear everything about Ed. (laughs) Yeah. The Corvette Marvin had purchased was a special edition and cost $72,000. In 1992? In 1992. (laughs) I will do the inflation on that. That's like 18 million now. Marvin drew Ed a map showing where he wanted the car deposited. He drew a map. Ed wanted to know if Marvin had a rich daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Marvin gave him a cool smile. That's that sounds like you're confirming that. I think Ed's single and ready to mingle. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Tell me about your daddy. Interested in anything else you see? The place would have opened at noon. Oh, wait. Marvin drove to the mall in Pella next. The place would have opened at noon. He was feeling in a reckless mood. He tried eating a hamburger from McDonald's, but it made him think of dead cows. Okay. (laughs) He had no appetite. He felt as if his nerves had been greased with blue lightning. 
Are you ready with the money information? What's your face doing right now? So much money. So seventy two thousand dollars. Yeah, it's like a hundred and forty. Hundred and fifty. Hundred and fifty six thousand dollars. Three hundred and forty nine dollars. He's a millionaire for in the nineties. Fuck off. And then he goes to McDonald's. What was a million in the nineties now? Two. <laughs> Two and a little bit more. Uh, a million. Six figures. <laughs> he, Wait, seven. He felt as if his nerves had been greased with blue lightning. He simply couldn't <laughs> relax. He was not giving himself a chance to slow down and sort out what he was planning. He didn't want to. Harry had already done all the planning. Marvin just wanted to do it. He was going to bring Triad down. Hell yeah. Hard. Hell yeah. He would have felt guilty about the prospect if he hadn't felt so good about the end result. Jesus. Triad laid out like a broken slab of beef on the bridge. Ew. Book for kids. That would sure put a dent in his love life. Nope. Can't screw tonight, Shelly. I'm paralyzed from the neck down and they've got me attached (laughs) to this heart lug machine. Maybe you should call Marvin. I hear he's available. So this kid punches his dad one time and is a murderer. He's a master of murder. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yes, Marvin thought. He would get to Shelly next. Marvin wandered over to one of... Yes, Marvin wandered over to one of the bookstores. My brain's broken. No, this is... (laughs) This book is brain-breaking. This is fucking insane. So now it's my turn? Yes. This is not where I thought this was going to go, and I know I said that already. Yeah. Bookstores. The mall had two. In the teen section, he found two girls. Yeah, Borders and uh, what was the one with the H? B. Dalton. Well, there's B. Dalton. There's one with the H. I've never heard of B. Dalton. B. Dalton Books? Walden Books? Oh, there was Walden Books. Oh, Walden Books, yeah. That might be what I'm thinking of. And when my... uh, when my dad uh, was kicked out of Saudi Arabia for bootlegging, oh. and he... <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, um, and was, like, living in Virginia for, like, a year or so before he moved to France. Um, I, he, he worked at, I think, a Walden Books. Oh. I think. I think that's true. Well, now that the listener we'll is him. both sad and amused... Dad, if you're listening, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> It's All like, right, no, with a border. <laughs> <laughs> the mall had two. In the teen section, he found two girls about 16 years old picking through his books. One was brunette, the other blonde. Both cute. They were gushing to each other about how fantastic Max Slate was. Marvin stared at them for a minute before speaking. I know the guy who writes those books, he said. <laughs> The girls looked at him, and he could imagine what they saw. A smelly, downbeat, and a ruined smelly. leather coat with wild eyes. Has he not showered Yet at this motel? they were curious. Probably not. You know he hasn't. He's got his dad. He, he probably still has his dad's blood on his knuckles. <laughs> at least that blood, and he's got the blood on the coat. <laughs> yeah, yes. exactly. I'm wearing a dead man's coat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dead man wearing a dead man wearing a dead man. <clears throat> Yet they were curious. How do you know him? The brunette asked. I used to live near him, Marvin said. The blonde's eyes widened. What's he like? Marvin shrugged. He's a great guy, but he's not a snob. He never acts like he's better than anybody else. How old is he? The brunette asked. Is he married? The blonde asked. 
He's not that old, Marvin said. You'd be amazed how young he is. It's not me. He's not married. <laughs> Does he have a girlfriend, the blonde asked? He had one, Marvin said sadly. sadly. But not now. <laughs> the girls glanced at each other uneasily, perhaps because of his sudden change in tone. <laughs> oh, I love what a read is That far away look in his eyes. Following text. <clears throat> Do you know where he gets his ideas? The brunette asked. Marvin bowed his head. Yeah. He looks around him at the horror of the, in the world. <laughs> All the pain people cause one another. And he writes about it. Jesus fucking Christ. Marvin glanced up. But don't get me wrong. He's a good person. Might murder some people <laughs> later, but he's a good person. <laughs> he doesn't want to hurt anybody. But if he has to... What? If the story... Hold on, I want to reread that. Please, <clears throat> please. But if he has to, if the story <laughs> makes him do it, then he doesn't hesitate. Um, I wasn't... I needed more syllables in story <laughs> I, to yes. make me happy. <laughs> I wasn't in favor Stewart. of, like, of his whole... Uh, all of his dialogue being Sam Elliott uh, until he went completely off the deep end yeah. and became... <laughs> now his <laughs> italicized inner world is just yeah, his outer now, world too. Yeah, now I am fully on board with like, yes, no, we should give him a Sam Elliott voice because he's a, he's turned into a fucking lunatic. I can't wait try. to hear Becca's Sam Elliott voice. <laughs> it's going to be so good. Flawless. You'll be so impressed. <laughs> it's going to be flawless. You should see... I'm definitely going to do it. You should see her when she watches Roadhouse. It's awesome. <laughs> I can't think of one thing he says in Roadhouse. Uh, Does he have a thing he says? No, I can't. I can't think of anything. Other than just, just remember like, his pants are way too low. Than, yeah, other than him saying like Dalton, and then um, and then seeing way too much of right above his dick. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm gonna try the Sam Elliott. All right. Yeah. Do it. It might sound like Wilford Brimley. That's, I mean, they're, I don't That's know. That's good, the too. Same guy, right? Those voices might well, might as well be kissing cousins. <laughs> oh, there's a picture. Uh, he kills so the girl who doesn't hair. cry about it. He takes full responsibility. You know what I mean? I love it. Both girls were confused. Do you know how we can write him? I mean, yeah, we do. We just go to the post uh, yeah, office. It's open. It's easy, it's easy. I don't look in the back of the book, girls. <laughs> the blonde asks hesitantly. Marvin straightened his shoulders. Sure, I'll give you his address. Here, let me write it in his book so you don't lose it. <laughs> I haven't bought that book yet, the blonde protested as he took it from her hands. Doesn't matter, Marvin said. <laughs> He took a pen from his pocket and opened to the title page, oh The God. Mystery of Silver Lake Five, The Last Breath, by Max Slate. Marvin had never signed one of his books before. It made him sad. No one had ever asked him. What's your name? He asked the blonde. She hesitated. Marjorie? Taylor Green. He smiled. <laughs> Marjorie, he muttered. I don't know if he would like me giving out his address, but I can give you something else. Then he wrote, for Marjorie, you are beautiful. Best wishes, Max Slate. She should be like, thanks. Right. <laughs> now I have to buy this book. Yeah, and also yeah. like, you're not, what? Yeah. Okay. Marvin was still smiling when he handed the book back to the girl, but neither of them was happy to see what he had written. <laughs> Why did you write that? 
perfect. You messed up the book. Holy shit. <laughs> Told you it's not even mine. Oh my god. That's amazing. Stupid idiot. <laughs> this is this is fucking awesome. I love where this is going. We could go to the bookstore right now and just sign other people's names into the book. Yeah. yeah. And then tell them you're like, welcome. Did you know I'm yeah. actually the author? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, would they know? I don't know what authors look like. There's usually pictures in the backs of books. Sometimes, yeah. I feel like always. Always? Is there a picture of Christopher Pike at the back of this? Probably. Oh. <gasps> I need to know what he looks like. I also need to know this. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> I am actually, Marvin said. The brunette grabbed her friend's arm. Come on, let's get away from this creep. Put that book back. You have to buy it. He, sh he should have to buy it, Marjorie snorted, sticking the book back on the shelf. Marvin quickly picked it back up. No. Oh, I forgot that Googling Christopher Pike you images. It's all Star huh? Trek. Oh, no, no, yeah, it's all, it's all Star, Star Trek. Trek. It's, it's all Anson Mount. A Anson <laughs> Mount and uh, Bruce Greenwood. Yes, those names that I know. <laughs> the guy from uh, Fall of the House of Oh, Usher. I know who Bruce Greenwood is. Okay. <laughs> You're Christopher like, Pike okay. author. I tried that. It's not a lot. <clears throat> um, oh, that's a pretty cool picture of him. Which one? That's definitely an older picture. You found a picture of him? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, I'm not, yeah, that looks like what I think he looks like. Oh, this, this is, is more modern. him in front oh. of the London Bridge. <laughs> Okay, the modern one no. I don't oh, appreciate. Oh, yeah, here's, here's him in front of a bridge. Okay. Yeah, that looks the looks the like other one wasn't very boy. flattering. No. I feel like he listens to the Smiths. <laughs> Doesn't well, it look like it? I mean, he's Gen X, so of course he does. Well, yeah. I, he's, yeah. <laughs> Gen X and he writes mystery novels. <clears throat> okay. Marvin quickly picked it back up. No, I'm serious. He said, blocking their way. I really am Max Slate. I didn't tell you at first because I didn't want you to get all excited. The brunette dropped her mouth three inches, he knew because he measured, and looked at him as if he were the year's winner of the, quote, lobotomies in action, unquote, award. What? You know, that award. It was popular in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a Clinton era thing. Um, we are not excited, she sneered. We are pissed. And if you don't get out of our way, Bozo, we're going to scream bloody murder. But I am Max Slate, Marvin said. I know all of his books inside and out. Ask me anything. If you are Max Slate, the brunette said, then I am Madonna. She shoved him hard in the chest. Go pick on some. Yes. Go pick on some R-word chicks, pervert. Oh, no. Let's go, Marjorie Taylor Greene. You're cool with saying that word, <laughs> I know. This is your origin story. Jesus. I once met an author. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and he was a nasty, nasty man. And I called him the R-word. Except I, I will say the R-word. It was allowed then. And it was the 90s. Marvin. We had the lobotomy awards. We had all, yeah. all kinds of stuff. We <laughs> Marvin took a step back and accidentally dropped his book on the floor. He knelt down to pick it up. His face beat red He and took his sweet time getting back up. He must have been Maybe out of his you should mind go. to pull a stunt like that. He thought, hey, buddy, you're 
You are out of your mind. You've gone fucking nuts. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy town. You were about to say the R word, weren't you? <laughs> what? No. When? Just now? And he paused there. He went, you're... And then changed what you said. No. You were it. If I was going to say that... Now it's in your head. Chris, if I was going to say the now. R word, I would have said it when it was written. But I didn't. Because I'm a better well, no. person. You read it when I'm it was a, written. I'm a good person. You're a better person, but now it's in your head like a virus. I think it's in your head, Chris. <clears throat> You know who would say it? Sam Elliott. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> and it would kind of sound hilarious coming from he him. He would definitely say it. Okay. I'm not going to try to mimic um, it, though. <laughs> he must have been out of his mind to pull a stunt like that, he thought. But, of course, that was exactly the case, because later in the night, he was planning to kill a young man speeding along on a motorcycle. Oh, Marvin, it's good when you know how crazy you are. Is it? Marvin was sus- Marvin was surprised to find the blonde standing beside him when he straightened up. Her friend had already gone for the manager of the store. <laughs> oh my god. What do you want? He asked. Are you really Max Slate? Marjorie asked. Look, what did you expect? I'm a writer. I'm not an actor. I don't walk around looking brilliant. Yeah, I'm Max Slate. I don't care if you believe me or not. <laughs> Who killed Anne McGaffer, Marjorie asked. I don't fucking know. You're reading the series? Why is that surprising? They were literally talking about him. Yes. Who isn't? Who killed her? Marvin closed his eyes and took a deep breath. He still had a headache. He still had Shelly moaning in Triad's arms inside his head. He reopened his eyes. The girl was watching him closely. She seemed worried about him. She wasn't such a bad sort after all. You don't fucking know her, dude. Marjorie, get out of there. Yeah. I'm not sure, he said finally. I'm still finishing the last book. It's possible no one killed her. Marjorie winced. And committed suicide? I think her death might have been an accident. He raised his hand when she began to protest. Like I said, I'm not sure about this, but if you're a fan of mine, you must know that the facts are never what they appear to be. But there is one thing I can tell you. Anne did not die at the lake. She died on the bridge that crosses the river, the one that flows into the lake. A spark of wonder ignited deep in the depths of Marjorie's eyes, the spark of belief. She nodded. I guess we'll see, won't we? She stuck out her hand. Can I have my book back, Mr. Slate? He gave it to her. Thank you, he muttered. She hugged the book to her chest and smiled. Thank you for writing such great books. You're the best. Marvin nodded grimly, as Sam Elliott does. That's what they tell me. (laughs) It was only as he walked back to his motorcycle that he understood what he had told Marjorie. The mystery of Silver Lake was the mystery of his hometown. But he had already solved the mystery, he thought. He could start writing the last book as soon as he killed Triad. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I just... Here, Chris, read this one, too. Um, <laughs> How much more are we going to read? Oh, uh, one more chapter? <laughs> okay. Just because it's been... Edit out that long-ass laugh. No, I won't. Uh, I just want to see how long the chapter is. Hang on. It's only funny if they see the... Don't read, don't read, don't read, don't read, don't read. There we go. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I had just, uh, once again, I just, I have this thought, and it's not like, I'm not saying this, <clears throat> I'm not saying this as like, this is a good thing or like a good quality. It's just like, 
Are you about he, to defend insult murderers now? No, no, no. Entertaining no, no. doesn't mean good. <laughs> um, just the just his mindset. He's mm-hmm. so fucking hung up on Shelley, and he doesn't take a step back to see the reality of the situation. Uh, which is, again, I'm not saying this is the right thing to do. It's just you are a super fucking famous, super rich author. And you just proved that, like, you could go to a girl your age <laughs> and yeah. be like, I'm Max Late. And she's, like, super into it. Like, well, uh, I think it's because at this point he's morally bankrupt. Well, yeah, he's uh, which leads I mean, us like, into yeah. chapter 11 bankruptcy. Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> I wasn't even setting you up for that. Loved it, though. Oh, but I, I, I took it. I loved it. I took it. I loved it. I went with it. I'm good at this shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hello, Triad. This is Marvin. How are you doing? That's great. Marvin, you yeah, sound different. I bet. Also, I love that in a book they're having a one-sided phone conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's because we're fully oh, in his why? psychosis now. That was a choice. Yeah. Maybe he's just leaving a voicemail. And he's oh. just being insane. <laughs> he may just be practicing. Yeah. <laughs> he's leaving a voicemail, so he says, yeah, I bet. He was practicing dialogue to himself earlier. He was talking to himself, practicing, asking Shelly out. He was. That's right. Yeah. Well, he is a he's, writer. You know, we should have known earlier we that should. he's the, the writing was on the wall. Yeah. The writing. <laughs> oh, I'm Did so you hear dumb. what I said? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can I get you some Advil? You may, I have you, taken you may, so much medicine. <laughs> You married him. I know. <laughs> it's not the jokes. It's the uh, volume. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. I was up late myself. We'll be old before we know it. What? I'm a teenager. <laughs> what? Hey, I've got good news for you. I'm selling my bike. Do you want to buy it? Of course I'm going to rip you off. We'll work something out. Why don't I come over in an hour? That's good? Great. See ya. Nothing fishy about this at all. <laughs> Marvin set the phone down. They would see who the worm was. What? Not ad-lib. That last line was he, actually in the book. Uh, Triad <laughs> called him a worm to yeah. Shelly when they were making out. He's just... Yeah. <laughs> Marvin had called from a phone booth outside of a Sears. <laughs> <clears throat> which is <laughs> probably not important information to know at all. Technically, you have to file for Social Security after reading that sentence. He was still in Pella, but was working his way slowly back towards Sessa, as if anyone remembered which town was which. Before he left the booth, he debated calling Anne to make sure she was okay, and to assure her that he had not gone off the deep end during the night. Um, He was only going to murder a couple of people. But he definitely did. The problem was, he had gone off the deep end, and he had yet to hit the ground. What? That's what is written. He decided what? to talk to her later when his mind was clear. After this book's amazing. After the murder. Oh my god, I Marvin love walked this. into the Sears. His shopping list was short, and he was able to get all the items he needed right there. Rope? A hundred feet of rope. Oh my god. A quart of oil. Oh my god. A pair of binoculars. What? And a knife. Can you, could, could, not now. I think they're all bankrupt. I, but could you get all that stuff at Sears? I thought it was just clothing. I think. I oh, know they had everything. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say in the, in the early '90s at a department store, you could get like a chainsaw. <laughs> it was all encompassing. Do you remember? Okay, I know you don't, but like the end of Gremlins, 
No, I don't remember the yeah. end of Gremlins. The end, the end of Gremlins is... Gremlins. Okay, guys. <laughs> I don't know what it is that makes me say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> the end of Gremlins... Thank is that you. better? Yeah, that, that's that's accurate. <laughs> um, is uh is uh Billy and uh Gizmo and they like chase the last g- gremlin, um after they kill all the other gremlins in uh, a movie theater by blowing Before it up. Before he reads it again, you have to say it one more time though. What? The mispronunciation of gremlins. gremlins. <laughs> I barely heard that. Hold on. <sighs> I'm leaning closer to the screen. I'm wearing headphones. Gremlins. <laughs> Gremlins. <laughs> um, you idiot. <laughs> um, yeah, they chase. They chase uh, Spike, the evil bad gremlin, uh, into. Isn't it Stripe? <gasps> it is Stripe. I know more about how Gremlins. Do you, how do you know more about Gremlins? <laughs> I just remember because he had the Stripe. He does have a Stripe. Um, I'm drunk. Uh, they chase uh, <laughs> yeah. Stripe into a department store, and there's just like literally, there's like. Uh, like guns, like, and there is a there's a chainsaw. There's a cha- like and a and a it's, baseball bat. It's, it's one cr- of the greatest sequels ever made. Gremlins two. I'm not talking about Gremlins two. I'm talking about Gremlins one. <laughs> oh shit! I'm misremembering. Disregard. Gremlins two is in the high tech uh, New York skyscraper. I can see Becca dying I... as I'm talking about this. <laughs> It's not even just the gremlins. It's been such a long and awful day. Yeah. And I'm so exhausted. I feel like we've been reading for like five hours. (laughs) Okay. All right. I'll stop talking about gremlins (laughs) and we can keep. uh, I haven't. We can keep. We can keep doing this. I'm sorry. Many times in his novels, he had described how a murderer felt before committing a wicked deed. But none of his killers had ever felt the way he did now. He moved as if in a dream. The most amazing thing was that he didn't consider his plan evil. It was almost as if he were doing his duty. Yet he realized that with whatever joy the task gave him came from the fact that Triad yeah. was sleeping with the love of his life. That fact gave him strength. Oh, God. <laughs> he didn't drive straight to Triads after leaving the Sears. He drove around for a while and then, like Gizmo, went to see his Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> Just making sure that couldn't be edited out. (laughs) Way where it was supposed to be. (laughs) In a parking lot around the block from Triad's house. Ed had kept his word. Good old Big Ed. (laughs) So we got a Big Ed, we got a Shelly. Like, we really are layering in the Twin Peaks here. Oh my god, yes! I hadn't even thought that... God damn it. Me neither! I forgot about Shelly. How could I forget about Shelly? It's like Christopher Pike was like, I'll twin their peaks. <laughs> the red car was there, glistening in the afternoon light. Marvin didn't know how he was going to explain it to his mother. Didn't Leo frankly, drive a Corvette? In Twin Who Peaks? got the Corvette? Leo drove a Corvette, didn't he, in Twin Peaks? I think he did. God damn it. God damn it. Oh, Leo. God damn it. Oh, and there was a mention just not long ago about... Uh, Harry was it being paralyzed or, or it was Triad being paralyzed like he was going to murder him have him there oh yeah tell him, so yeah that's Leo ends up oh yeah Leo, yeah Leo's like comatose and there's also next there's you're going to tell me there's a post office in Twin Peaks <laughs> was there a post office I don't think there was uh, there was there's a, a there post was... office everywhere <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm that's sh- the joke I'm sure Becca gets it <laughs> Jesus Christ 
It didn't feature told, in the show. Oh, Sorry, go oh, ahead. Yeah, he he no, did he, have a Corvette. He, he, yes. he did have a red Corvette. Yeah, fucking nailed it, guys. If the twist of this that book is like, oh, I realized I was in a fever dream and just thinking about Twin Peaks this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> if a backwards talking dwarf shows up, I swear to God. Ooh, that, that scene wigs me out. That's when I stopped watching. That was the I first episode, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Marvin didn't know <laughs> how he was going to explain it to his mother, and frankly, he didn't care. He pulled the keys from the tailpipe. I gotta sleep at some point, Jonathan. There was purchases in the trunk. He didn't want Triad to see them. Triad was outside tinkering with a snowblower, what? getting it ready for winter. Dude, what? what? <laughs> Gotta make sure it works. When Marvin drove up on his bike, Triad had on his usual puppy dog grin, and it was all Marvin could do not to take a wrench out of Triad's toolkit and break his teeth with it. Cool. But Triad did not totally lack in perception. First question out of his mouth brought a smile to Marvin's lips. Hey, where's your helmet? Triad asked. Aren't you gonna throw that in? You have a bigger head than I do, Marvin said, climbing off his bike. <laughs> Let's see. Triad measured the space between his ears with his open palms. Attempting to keep them the same distance apart, he moved them towards Marvin. Marvin brushed Triad's hand aside. I like the thing he was just like this, and Marvin's just like <laughs> slapping away. <clears throat> you don't have to do that. He said, it'll fit you. But I left my helmet in a cheap motel in Pella called the Slumber Bin. Is it a Slumber pun? Bin? Is it a the pun? Slumber bin. The Slumber Bin. Everyone knows the Slumber, slumber Bin. Slumber Bin. Its sheets smell like the manager. Oh, maybe Lumber Bin is an actual term. Slumber. Is it? Then, it, then it would be a good uh, good name. Lumber? I don't know. If I want to sleep in a bin on purpose. <laughs> It's Why isn't it slumber in? Why? Or the lumber in, Ooh. if it's referencing lumber. Guys, it's a slumber oh. bin. <laughs> <laughs> but I need it to make sense. Part of me hates going off on tangents, but then another part of me is just like, maybe this is what the listener shows up for. Oh, I love Not going the off. the book itself. No, I love going I, off on I just have reached the part of the night where I'm like, please no more. Yeah. Please. Uh, it's on Main Street, west of the mall. You'll have to pick it up tonight if you want it. I called the manager. He's going to throw it out or take it home unless somebody gets it tonight. Marvin was not worried that the manager would have a different story to tell Triad. Triad wasn't going to be talking about it to anybody. What were you going to do there? What, 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 what were you doing there? Triad asked. <laughs> That's where I spent the night. Triad was interesting. Get any? Oh! Grease lightning! Uh, got more than I could handle. Marvin patted the handlebars on his bike. That was the worst thing. That was the worst thing wrong with the scheme. He was going to ruin his lovely wheels. You just bought a Corvette. Yeah, buy well, another motorcycle. Yeah, right. You could have bought another motorcycle instead of a Corvette. Ugh. You could have bought, like, 18 motorcycles <laughs> and spent on that. Well, it couldn't be helped. When you fought a war, you always lost some artillery. Spoken like a true crazy person. So are you going to give me... So... So what are you... So, Triad. So, 
Give me the speed machine. Or, oh. So, that was him. It's just, I'm so. I don't know. Sorry. That's not how anyone not, no talks. One, it's, so, say he's insane. I can't he's, decipher he's it. Insane. So, what are you going to give me for this speed machine? I don't know if I'm doing a good Sam Elliott. I feel like I just sound like a sleepy something. It's, <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> right. That's pretty solid. Thanks, guys. Try gave him a he probably thought was a sly grin, but which Marvin interpreted to be the confused expression of a buffoon. (laughs) 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 Fucking love this book. How about $500, he asked. For a bike? How about twice that, Marvin asked. I don't have twice that. Why don't you go inside and ask mommy for a little change? (laughs) My mom's not home. Then take it out of her cookie jar. You can't have the bike for 500 bucks. How about 800, Triad asked. Marvin paused. All right. Triad was surprised, and he did a poor job of hiding it. He stuck out his fat hand. (laughs) Deal, he exclaimed. Marvin looked down at the open hand with revulsion, yet he shook it with pleasure. He knew where that hand had been. It's a deal, Marvin said. (laughs) Triad ran into the house and got his checkbook, or his mother's as it turned out. Marvin had the pink registration slip in his wallet and signed it over. Marvin reminded him about the helmet and Triad promised he'd get it right after dinner. He even offered Marvin a ride home, but Marvin declined. I need the exercise, he said. But your house is on the other side of town. Who cares? Marvin turned away. Don't kill yourself on the bike. Foreshadowing. if I do, I'll take plenty with me, Triad called after him. Damn, Triad! What the fuck kind of weird promised thread is that? I, like, I'll be reckless. I'll only die if I kill other people. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Whoa, wow. That was... That was really crazy. Yeah. Um, my God. So. I don't even know do, do you, anymore. <laughs> your notes. Oh, your notes are dense. The next time I look at this, I'm going to be so unhappy. <laughs> it's just so much. So much Because read. you'll have to read it out oh, at the man. next episode. <laughs> yeah, because I'll have to look at this and be like, what the fuck? Look at look at the, her the notes. Fuck? Look at the. It looks like Too the book from seven. <laughs> Write a note to yourself in the next episode. Oh, uh, well, where did we end? Oh, very good question. Uh, uh, fine. Sorry, I'll, I'll figure it out later. later. Um, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, this but is... But write a note to yourself apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make you feel better when you finish reading them. <laughs> I'm writing, I'm sorry, future Becca. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, 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 yeah, I did not think we'd get, like active current murder no. in this book. I well, thought it would be like unpicking what had happened in the past and like finding out someone murdered someone that we didn't expect. Through. And there yeah. and it's just also it's crazy because uh we have we have an apparent suicide that people don't think that someone doesn't think is a suicide. We have Well a couple people don't know. A couple yeah. Um but we have an apparent suicide that's probably not a suicide. Then we have Threatening letters 
We haven't gone back yeah. to that in a while. Mm-hmm. We have threatening letters about, like, I know who you are. Shelly doesn't love you, which seemingly is true, maybe. And we also, although I'm still on Shelly's side. Um, but he got a letter in two it, chapters yeah. ago that says they're planning to kill you. Did he forget about He crumpled that letter up and threw it away. And he was like... I'm even, gonna, I'm I mean, gonna murder now. Even the first letter of someone knowing who he is. Yeah. He just wasn't at yeah. all as concerned as he should be. He's so unconcerned about so these his letters. So current thinking is that Triad tried to kill Harry or No, he no. no. He thinks that Harry tried to kill him. Him and Shelly. And Shelly by clotheslining their motorcycle and putting an oil slick on the bridge. Mm-hmm. And that Harry uh, just fucked up and got so, the rope tied around himself and yeah. dangled from the bridge. He, in, right. in in Marvin's mind, Harry's plan was to pull the rope across the bridge, clothesline himself and Shelly on a motorcycle, killing them. But then he planted an oil slick on the road, so he was going to get rid of the rope. And then when people came and showed up at the crime scene, they'd be like, oh. They think he just these slipped his motorcycle yeah, on the oil. these two kids slipped in the he, oil he like and died. over and under thunk it. Oh, yeah. he super, right. super over thunk. Am I missing out on discussion earlier? Or like, no. Are we going to rehash shit that you guys already talked about? Because I don't want to do no, that. No, 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 no. He over thunk the murder. You're totally right. He over thunk what he thinks happened. But then he like used that. As like, well, yeah, he saw a, an oil stain on the wooden bridge, and mm-hmm. he saw a rope, and he put that whole idea together from just those two things existing. Yeah. He was like, there's like, literally no other reason <laughs> there could possibly be an oil stain, and there's yeah. no other reason there could possibly be and a this rope. this has to be the only thing that happened. Yeah. He, he was like, he well, tried to kill us. That's fucking dumb. So I'll try to kill yeah. and like, and he, Shelly and, and Triad. He, and he fucked up. And accidentally yeah. killed himself. Well, but he's I'm not supposed to be a master of murder. It's not even a good murder plan. He also like modern forensics. Uh, it's like yeah, uh, yeah, they didn't. They disregarded the rope burns on the leather jacket. Yeah, because it's a leather jacket. But like, he still would have been horribly bruised. Yeah, you'd like, think so. If he didn't die right you'd away. So. Unless he died and then someone tied it and threw him over and then he wouldn't bruise, but. Like a coroner would be like, uh, oh, you guys think it's a suicide? Look at this guy's fucking armpits. Yeah. The thing that's re- just really super crazy. Like he got fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that's just super crazy to me is that Marvin seemingly uh, went back to Shelly's house to be like, I want to spy on Shelly. Spied on her, uh, saw some shit he didn't want to see, and truly fucking lost his mind. Like that's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's yep. so nuts. <laughs> Yeah, his personality changed completely. Yeah, he's a, like, the first half of this book was a different book. <laughs> uh, not unlike many of the books that we've read. Um, wow, okay. I mean, and, and we're only two-thirds through it, so it's like, what's the real fucking twist gonna be? That, Who's the master yeah. murderer? Yeah, that's kind of what you were saying earlier, is like, I do, I and I agree with it, which is like, I you know, I do think some crazy shit's still gonna happen. But also, like he referenced, like the power when the power flows through. Yeah, him, that's, that's what, what I really want so to it's come like, back. What's that all about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, is he really gonna fucking kill Triad? <laughs> I don't know. 
Oh, I don't know. <sighs> and it I gets revealed so like much. at the end. It's like you kill seven more people, and then I'll have your soul, and or like shit like that. Like, Just the devil shows up. Series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. The, the chain of events since he walked in on Shelly and Triad. Yeah. It, well, I guess since before that, right? Since the whole, like, beat my dad up after the whole smashing a TV yeah. and shoving it into my sister's face. <laughs> like, he, that happened. Then he went and walked in on this situation. Then he went and stayed at the, the slumber bin. <laughs> <laughs> he bought a Corvette. He bought a Corvette! Uh, he sold a bike. He gave a guy his helmet. He made multiple calls from multiple papers. Oh, my God. He, and like, this he's whole time he's been a writer, he's book. been so careful not to let anyone know who he is. And then he, like, fucking tells two rando oh, yeah. girls. He just goes to a bookstore. He's just like, I'm, fu- I'm, I'm fucking this guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm the author. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well he, he wants to go back to that girl later. He's going to hang around in that store later. Mm-hmm. Just on the off chance that she shows up. Because he's a teenager, and that's how teenagers meet girls in malls. Well, that is how normal teenagers meet girls in malls. You go back to the same store in the hopes that you run into the same girl again. Is that what you do? I did do that. What? As a a teenager, yeah. I didn't know what else to do. I saw a a cute girl, and I was like... I didn't do anything. Maybe if I go back... Well, you're a girl. Oh. Yeah. I don't think anyone was waiting for me in a Barnes & Noble. You don't know. You don't know. I bet there. I one hundred. It's just with uh, I, with no communication. There's no scheduling, so it's yeah. it's possible like, like you were in there. She was here once. You she'll be in. here again. I guarantee you, in the late '90s and early 2000s, there was at least a couple of like sad teenage boys who went back to like a Barnes and Noble or a Suncoast, hoping you would be there. Oh. That's I don't adorable. remember if I <laughs> if I have done something like that. I went back to a, a Spirit Halloween possible. one time because of that exact reason. I'm not even ashamed to say it. I was like probably 19. I I'm don't proud know. of you. You're proud of me for admitting that. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. proud of you for admitting that. Yeah. That, that. That's that's not something to be proud of. She flirted with me for fucking sure, and I was oblivious. Yeah, no, I would totally go back at that. And age. I went like, back. Just like, and even when back. I went back, I was like. Well, now what? <laughs> what yeah. Now what do I do? I'm a child. G- gonna buy my eighth scythe of the week. Yeah, I'm gonna buy a, another Halloween costume. Spent $100 at the store all week trying to meet this yeah, girl Yeah, that's a store you hit up once a season. You don't keep going back to Spirit Halloween. Yeah, and I, th- I think I saw her, and I'm pretty sure the vibe was, like, very different the second time. Because it was just like, you shouldn't, you're not supposed to come back. I was she there. working there? Yeah, she worked there. Oh, God, okay. She worked there, she flirted with me, and then I went back, and then she was just like, oh, hey. She was like, I just wanted you to buy some Halloween shit. Yeah, which I yeah. did, which I had done, and then... That's very funny, because uh, <laughs> last year, uh, when I was buying my night costume for Halloween mm-hmm. that I wore, uh, I, I felt like a, a real genuine connection with the cashier, and then I was just like, all right, cool, never going to see her again. When then, you when know, she sometimes was like, women are just back. friendly when they're in a retail job. Sometimes they're <laughs> just friendly to people. No, they all like it. They all, they all, they all want to get. I'm just talking. Right. No, no, no. It's just like could have been a new friend. But at the same time, I was like, no, like they work at fucking Spirit Halloween. Like it's, I'm never gonna see them again. That's don't read more friend. into it than what it was. Could have been a new friend. Oh shit. Hey, Jimmy, what did you think of this book? I, I need to know what happens next. Like, I need to. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. How does this hold up to Chain Letter? I can't remember Chain Letter, but I... 
I read a few of his books as a youngster, mm-hmm. and a couple times you've mentioned incest, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's a theme. Oh God! Through some of these yeah. these books, it has been. My brother Chris. sent me this chain letter. I don't remember the plot of Chain Letter, so I apologize if I just accidentally spoiled something that I don't remember. Uh, well, at this <laughs> but, point, I'm just expecting it. Like, we were joking yeah. about it going into this book, and then he was talking about how his 11-year-old sister's more beautiful than Shelly, and we yeah. were like, there's the incest. There it is. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we drink a lot while recording this, so we probably won't remember any spoilers <laughs> to reveal. Yeah, I can't remember it, but there was a, the second one we talked about. I remember that getting even crazier than the first. So no, I, I've been wanting to dive back into his stuff, and I had no idea you could just get a hold of it the way we have here. It's really they're they're so crazy. This is the third yeah. one we've read, and they are by far like there's a reason we keep coming back to Christopher Pike because they're fucking insane. Like we read, and you genuinely want to know what happens. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, we've read like Fear Street and Sweet Valley. We've read like other books that are like geared towards teens and like not like, not like uh, not like Goosebumps, but yeah, stuff that's like oh, this is a, it's a little harder, right? It's like a little more edgy. And we've read that stuff. Why a? Why a? We've read that stuff, and it's been not as like dirty as we want it to. And then we'll read Christopher Pike. We're like, oh, it's too dirty. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and Pull it back dark and, and fucked really up. Dark, yeah, but I love yeah. it. It's so good. I don't want it to be different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Jimmy, thank you so much for coming back on the show after so long. Um, this was super fun. I hope you had a good time. I had a blast. Nice. Thank you for having me. Um, happy to have you back anytime you want to come and read some more silly crap with us. Um, maybe next time we'll do uh, like. Uh, <laughs> like a goosebumps or something. Um, Great, yeah, count me in. But uh, is there anything you want to plug for anyone who might be listening? Uh, to plug something, let's be letterboxed friends. Okay. Um, yeah, so find me on Letterboxd. Actually, the the best way to get me is probably Instagram. I'm Jimmy Reed indeed. That's a good name. Uh, there are so many Jimmy Reeds out there, so <laughs> I can get. But I'm Jimmy Reed indeed. So yeah, find me there, and we'll we'll be Letterboxd friends from there. Nice. Chris, uh, what do you want to plug? I keep taking this away from you. Um, well, there is the uh, the other podcast. <clears throat> well, there's other podcasts from Cannabis Radio, <laughs> but this is the other one I'm on. Mm-hmm. So I can't, so I I give I, I give more of a shit than I do about the other ones, and uh, it's uh, the Sketchy Show, and it's me and John and John, mm-hmm. and we do funny shit, and uh, it's mostly good. Thank you. It is mostly good. <laughs> Some of them older spend? ones. Some of them older ones. <laughs> oh, no, the older ones are bad. The older ones are bad. Uh, that's true. That's very true. Um, yeah, you can listen to all of our stuff, uh, cactusrodeo.com slash podcast. You can uh, follow uh, follow Below Grade Level on Instagram. That's new. I started an Instagram account for Below Grade Level, and I post clips. Um, you can... Uh, just look up Cactus Rodeo and you can find our stuff and, and, and follow and like and subscribe and tell your friends, please. Uh, I want people to listen to this. Um, and uh, yeah, you can read comics uh, on Cactus Rodeo. And um, and I'll go ahead and plug something that's not that doesn't exist yet, but it's going to happen uh, later this year. Uh, a limited edition podcast uh, that me and my uh, longtime friend Patrick Anderson are going to do, um, and I, I'm, I'm doing that thing that's like the, um, 
what's it called? The secret where you like you manifest stuff by like making it happen. Or am I? Is that wrong? I you, don't know. You, oh, so 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 if you say like and you release that you're gonna do this, then like he's like obligated. Yeah, I'm I'm I talked to him the other day and I was like, we've been talking about doing this for five years, uh, and I want to do it. Can we do it? And he said yes. And I said, can I bother you? Um, because you're really hard to pin down. And I want to, and can I be really annoying and bother you and make you do it? And he said, yes. So um, we're going to launch a podcast um, in September called, um, what are we calling it? Uh, we're calling it Casting Dreams, a Dreamcast podcast. And it's going to be a podcast wow. about the Dreamcast, um, yes. where we play Dreamcast games and talk about them. Uh, it's going to be super fucking nostalgic and video game uh, oriented. And uh, I'm very excited about it. And um, I need to buy a bunch of peripherals on eBay. <laughs> yeah, I need that, the, the fishing. The fishing yes, I need to buy the. I need to buy the fishing rod. I need to buy the maracas. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of shit we need to uh, obtain, uh, but it's happening. So um, that'll happen later this year. Anyway, tune in next time. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time to see what happens on Master of Murder, and uh, I cannot wait to see what happens. Thanks for listening. We love you. Bye. 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 Below Grade Level is a Cactus Radio production. You can contact us at podcast at cactusrodeo.com. Subscribe and follow on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. And follow Cactus Rodeo on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more entertainment and updates.